All right, so today we're going over, uh, we're gonna, we saw It, we're going to talk about that. We saw Logan Lucky, Goon 2, Little Evil. We also go over trailers, uh, The Orville, uh, Year of the Scab, and American Vandal. It's the Pool Boy Podcast, episode four, um, September 11th. Ooh, dang. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it's Pool Boy Podcast, episode four. Woo! We're all very different people. We're not what you see. It's no. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. Anyway, um, anyway, that was just a fantastic intro. Uh, we also go over news. We talk about it just destroyed the box office. Uh, some some of the movie producers are blaming Rotten Tomatoes for having like a really bad movie summer. I am too. Um, and then, uh, as always, this week we have a, another big week. Uh, we are kind of we shift around our, our usual schedule. The Pool Boy Podcast is still going to be on Mondays. Still going to be releasing sketches on Tuesdays. We're now going to be doing sort of like these fake sports doc things on Thursdays. Thirty And on Friday we're going to release our special fantasy draft. Podcast. It's Fantasy Friday. It's Fantasy Friday. Bingo. That's <laughs> we we didn't do it because that it had nothing Fantasy to do Friday. with that. I know. That's the first time it's been said out loud. I know. What but a thing! I, I just thought shower. I was like, it's Fantasy Friday. Let's try to start that hashtag. I don't know. They need to make a thirty for thirty about whoever started hashtag TBT because whoever yeah, that was. Seriously. They should be paying, making a lot of money right now. The, the, on a yacht in uh, in Maui. Oh, a yacht in Maui. <laughs> just thinking, you know TBT? <laughs> that was me. But yeah, so let's start off with what we're watching. Let's do it. Henry, take it away. All right, we watched a bunch of new movies this week. We got four on the uh, the, mm-hmm. the agenda to discuss. We got It. Hot uh, new movies. Yeah, hot new movies. It, which new and I saw, which opened this past weekend. Fantastic. Uh, Goon 2, which we all saw. Logan Lucky, which uh, Jack saw. And Loved then, it. Uh, Little Evil, which we discussed on uh, Trailers on Tinder last week. I think we also discussed we, a couple of these, Goon 2 and Logan Lucky yeah. as well. But anyways, yeah, we saw the biggest one. We'll, we'll start with uh, It, new and I saw yeah, Friday night. Finally got theaters. out to the movie theaters. Holy potatoes. Uh, it was the the absolute real deal. We were, it was supposed to be all three of us. We yeah. lost uh, Jack at the, uh, I, the I, entryway of the movie theater. Seeing a scary movie, it's like in those movies where like a meteor comes in and it throws a planet completely out of the solar system. <laughs> it's like that. I'm, I would be so different as a person for like a week. <laughs> just tilts you off your axis. Just not worth it. It's just... It is not worth it. So instead, you saw Logan Lucky. Which I saw Logan Lucky, which was, was awesome. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to talk about it real quick. Uh, first, to go through it, uh, no spoilers real ahead, but the basic plot of the movie is takes place in this town called Derry. I think it's like Pennsylvania. Something. It's Maine. I saw a Maine it's license Maine. plate. A lot of horror stuff in Maine. I think it's because Stephen King wrote it and he writes everything yeah. in Maine. That's why. Oh, that's why? Anyways. Yeah. Is that true? Is yep. that a fact? Stephen King? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. there we go. Uh, but so it's like about a group of kids. It's very Stranger Things. It's about a group of kids. They call themselves the Losers Club. Uh, it starts off. Yeah, I know. I love that. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, they're the Losers Club. Um, <laughs> they're the rejects. Yeah. Is it ironic or are they like, yeah, we're, we suck? They're like, oh, we're wimps <laughs> well, and like, they get bullied and, and you stuff. got a core group of friends within there and then yeah. they pick up the other stragglers, the yeah. other losers in school. So uh, throughout the movie, they pick up a couple other pieces to Very the Losers Scooby Club. Doo. Very strange. Very Scooby Doo. Uh, <laughs> really self deprecating. Basically, this town that they live in, uh, kids and people go missing constantly. And like everyone acts like it's not a thing, which I was always like, wait, what? Like there's missing posters constantly for everybody, but 90% kids basically, right? Like every couple of weeks, a kid goes missing. And so uh, they are very curious about it because one of the kids first seen, he loses his brother. Uh, no one has any idea what it is. They kind of stumble. They follow clues, stumble down a path to find it, which is this. Yeah just freaking terrifying clown demon thing. And they end up basically trying going on a adventure to try to kill it and stop the town from having mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. the kids taken away. Yeah. Scene one. Yeah. You see the little brother go, then it takes place eight months later yes. in the same town. And it, you, you know, you see some more missing signs. Some other kids have gone missing yeah. and these kids are now falling the pipes and doing all this research. They go down to the quarry to check it out. And mm. on the way they pick up a few more buddies into yep. the crew. I find that, that a lot of good stuff happens at quarries. Well, so yeah, the and, whole, the whole yeah. Th- about half the movie takes And they're place. not just uh, avoiding this clown, by the way, Jack, they're also avoiding uh, this group of bullies. Who is the ho- most hardcore group of bullies. Tell me they call themselves life. the winners. Club. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so throughout the movie, it's the, the one real confusing part. And we're going to, when you go and see it, the kids are all like 13. The bu- kids that are bullying them are like 15. They never say this in the movie. 
In the movie, you're like, these 13-year-old kids are getting bullied by their classmates who drive Trans Ams like carry guns. <laughs> sort of a rocket power, Twister and Noir's brother relationship. Exactly. Exactly yeah. that. These bullies, though, take it to such extreme freaking lengths. Mm-hmm. It's one of like the highlights of the movie where you're like, wait a second, they're as bad as the, the clown demon. Yeah, they're uh, using knives, throwing rocks. They aim to take lives. This yes. isn't this isn't your routine teasing. This yes. is mm-hmm. real deal bullies. But anyway, it's like almost laughing. I was like, where the hell is absurd. what's going on in Maine? This isn't what my middle school is like. Anyways, what we thought about the movie, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, it. I was worried about the clown. I thought it wasn't going to be that scary. We both did. We weren't sure because they showed the clown. Mm-hmm. The clown is terrifying. Do not worry about that. Go. In, it's worth the price of admission just to see how scary he is. But it's not over the line scary. No, you know what the, I mean? The, yeah, the entire time I said this to you, Henry, going into it, I thought it was going to be the same level of scariness as Disturbia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was so dumb of me now in hindsight. But at the time, I was like, I don't, I, I've seen the clown. I don't fear the clown. Like his makeup, he's creepy, whatever, but I don't, I don't fear it. Like me and that thing uh-huh. in a room together. I think I'm like, what, what are we doing together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so but, you think you're friends with the clown? Well, no, I just think it'd be like one on one clown yeah. VU in a room. Yeah. The, the clown derives its power off of fear. So I think it would be a really awkward okay. standstill where yeah. me not being that scared of it and it trying to scare me. We just end up being like, you know, why don't, why don't we just go our separate ways? So, yeah. so that's how it becomes <laughs> clown scary. eats me in about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it becomes scary. So you realize it's not just a clown. It's like basically everything and it just chooses to be a clown most of the time because like that's the scariest thing you can be interesting that's like home that's like imagine yeah. x games uh jennifer lawrence's raven that's as jennifer lawrence when it's, it's the boom. when it's the blonde that's the clown boom. okay yeah okay so throughout the movie uh like it kind of like it feeds off fear on us so throughout the movie you realize what it's trying to do basically is just scare the living shit out of all these people mm-hmm. and then eventually you know take yeah. them or whatever mm-hmm. but to scare them it's both the clown and it changes into whatever your greatest fear is so you see about like six or seven people uh come face to face with their greatest fears mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the cgi is pretty nuts it yeah. uh it looks real things are intense jesus um yeah that sounds just awful uh i have a few questions for you give it to us what what was the moment in the movie when you were the scaredest so they there's a lot of clown. I was worried there was going to be like two or three scary scenes. There's like a dozen terrifying scenes. Too like many it was real deal scary. The entire movie, it, you're you're on the edge of your seat. What yeah. was the moment when you were like, what was the the closest you got to walking out of the theater? It was too scary. So Henry and I would disagree on this. I would tell you honestly, scene one for me because yeah. I went in there with such a, a poor attitude on how scary it was going to yeah. be. Right out of the gate, it got me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So we Let's saw it in we're a on this ride now. We saw it in a Dolby, in a uh, Dolby, theater, in a Dolby. Yeah. And so, yeah, the price of admission, by the way, twenty-one bucks for a ticket. It's yeah, how Dolby was, likes his theaters. Jeez, <laughs> your, 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 your problems are your own. Movie yeah. theaters, you're doing this to yourself. Stop we, charging this much. We've gotten to the point. There's regular, then there's mm-hmm. IMAX, and then there's IMAX Dolby Experience. And this Dolby thing, it is too loud. Yeah. It is like too loud. Henry and I were sitting row four as well as we were late to buying yeah. the tickets. Mm-hmm. And apparently, and we'll talk about this later, it just crushed it at the box office. Yeah. Like in a summer uh, that's been absolutely sucking it up in terms of uh, its box office performances, mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, just absolutely crushed it. But so the first scene that New said was the scariest, it's in the trailer. It's in the old one, too. It's the little boy, Georgie. Georgie. He, uh, he's <laughs> the scariest name to ever his uh, boat down. Like, it's raining outside. He's floating down the street. goes in a storm drain. And this is all in the trailer, too, All in the, the trailer, way. yeah. Who's in the storm drain? Of course, Pennywise. It the, is. The dancing clown. <laughs> he's in there. From the get-go, if you're not sure, knew you just said it, like, you are sold from the first scene. It gets going quick. There are a couple things you just didn't know it was capable of. Yes. And all of a sudden, it just happens, and you're like, oh, okay, this is a different scary movie. This thing's actually killing kids. Yes. Here, okay. Yeah. We're soon, as soon real. as one kid dies, I'm out. It's like the, the, the new Halloween movie that came out. I remember in, uh, it was like 2007, 2008 or whatever, saw it with my buddies. I watched the first scene of the movie. Where it's the scary guy, and he, as a kid, it's a flashback, and he kills another kid in his class in the woods with a stick. And I stood up, I walked out. Jesus I was Christ. like, "This is a little bit much for me." <laughs> I played guitar hero in the arcade for the next hour and a half, and then I didn't sleep the entire night. And I was literally looking at my friends as they were falling asleep, and I was like, "Which one of these guys is going to wake up and try to kill me?" <laughs> I was, and that's why you don't see it, and that's why I don't see it, okay? Because I love the circus, and I go every week, and, and I don't want clowns to be scared. Um, was it? 
you've already kind of touched on this. If this is your fear expectation, if you're listening to this, you mm-hmm. can't really see, but I'm holding my hand right about my chin. Kind level. of a lukewarm, normal, scary. If this is where you, where, you know, the bar is, did it go above the bar or below the bar? According to what you thought it was going on to the be. scarier meter? Yeah. than you thought it would be or, or less scary than you thought it would be. So it was scarier than I thought it would 100% be. hundred okay. percent scarier. It was 100% de- scary. definitely scary because scary. It's, it has both the uh, both the, the the images and the pop outs that are terrifying, mm-hmm. but just the psychological. Yeah, mm. I think it the, like the original it movie kind of invented that. Like, Henry talked oh. about it earlier. Uh, you think you know the clown has limitations, and typically you know it's like certain rooms you can't go and this yeah. and that. And while that's kind of present in the movie, like there's the mm-hmm. cellar and this different these other places where it, places. It, it usually is the sewer. Uh, fuck, the thing seems to be able to just roam yeah. and like attack mm-hmm. these kids. So the whole movie, wherever. you're on the edge of your seat. My next question, and you don't have to tell me if there's any spoilers, but do we ever find out why it is there? Yeah, so that's why that was brought me to my next point. Both is it, it's also, it's, well, my next point, it's mm-hmm. terrifying, but it's also like a really good movie. Yeah, like, good I movie. thought there was a really good story. There was beginning, middle, end. The clown somehow they actually there's a bit of closure. You know mm-hmm. they explain it, and okay. so you can't you leave the movie with an understanding of everything that happened. Hundred percent, and that's why Jack, I was alluding to you might like it uh, because it's so much like Stranger Things in yeah. terms of the group dynamic of the kids. It's even the one kid from Stranger Things, the main yeah. kid uh, who's like. Uh, Eleven is living in his house. The, or the kid who could play Severus Snape if he was a child. Yes, yes, that one. The, that very, that very kid. Uh, <laughs> that kid crushed it. He's the comic relief, and yeah. he is hilarious. And he's so hilarious. many sexual jokes. These kids are like thirteen. Nice. The whole movie is sexual. Jokes. They understood more <laughs> shit in seventh grade than yeah, I did. Seriously, and I was good. I was funny. laughing at shit I didn't understand, asking a lot of questions. <laughs> so you'd recommend we should see it? I would recommend you everybody. Would, it's both terrifying it. and it's also a good movie. Like it's you're in it. I read a fun fact uh, when I was reading stuff about it that the uh, Duffer brothers who made Stranger Things, they directed and all that stuff like that, uh-huh. were supposed to direct it. But it was before Stranger Things, and they were like, nah, they're not proven enough. So mm-hmm. they went and made Stranger Things. Well, there you go. Well, there you are. Interesting. Yeah. I might watch it. I'll watch it when it comes out on, like, Netflix or something, and I'll watch it on, like... In the daytime? I'll watch it on, like, Easter Sunday. Like, the safest day <laughs> in the world. Like at like <laughs> That seems scarier. At, like, 10.30 a.m. when I have, yeah, like, a, a good dog That's terrifying. So that I can just kind of, I want to be able to see stuff. I'm not going to watch it at night. I'm certainly not going to watch it in the Dolby Theater. This no. is why though you are afraid of scary movies. If you're watching them yeah. on Easter Sunday, you got all this religious imagery. Easter Sunday, you already well, have the, the, the Easter Bunny shit right, well, uh, side by side <laughs> with the clown stuff. I'll watch it on Labor Day. I'll watch it on a day where that's, that's safe. That's good. That's a non-threatening. <laughs> Nothing safe happens holiday. on Labor Day. I'm knocking on this. Not wood, but. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they need to make a Labor Day but, movie. Yeah, Labor so we Day. saw it in theaters, but uh, and we lost you, obviously, Jack, in the lobby. And you went and saw Logan Lucky. I saw Logan Lucky. I was originally going to see the movie Girls Trip because uh, <laughs> I wanted to see Queen Latifah get her groove on. Apparently, it's hilarious. Apparently the movie is hilarious. I'm sure I was going to love it. I told you guys already the reason I didn't see it was because I was in line. Back in my day, we used to wait in line <laughs> to go up to these robot computer kiosks and select our tickets from there. But, and needless to say, other than it, I could get my choice of seat as I was sitting alone uh, in whatever movie I wanted. So I didn't have to buy ahead of time. And I went, I was going to see Girls Trip, but I was surrounded by two groups of girls on a little girls movie on trip. On a trip of their own. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> and uh, I was, we all went to the kiosks together and I was right in between them. And they both were like, yeah, let's see Girls Trip. Like, oh, look how many seats there are. Let's get these. And I legitimately didn't see it because I was worried. I was like, in the off chance, me, a lone guy, surrounded by these two groups of friends, pick a seat near either of these groups. That'd be bad. That's the creepiest thing in the world. I also was already thrown off by the whole you guys seeing a scary movie thing. I already had anxiety. So I was like, no, fuck it. I'll see Logan Lucky. So happy I did. Logan Lucky's fantastic. It's the guy who made Ocean's Eleven, and it basically wow. is Ocean's Eleven down to like, it's the same soundtrack. Uh, when it's a like, comedy though, right? It's more. Well, it's I like Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven's, Eleven's comedy. comedy. Yeah, but it's, like, Ocean's Eleven seems to me a little bit more. It's like still cool. I, Logan Lucky's a little goofier, right? Yeah, it's it's it loses its cool factor. What Logan Lucky has is, uh, if your favorite part of Ocean's Eleven was Scott Conn and Casey Affleck, the brothers just kind of bickering. Oh, the best. That is th- that is Logan Lucky turned to the goddamn max. There's a lot of jokes about how people from the South kind of talk funny. 
Uh, I was going to say, good. when you said uh, this one's not serious and Ocean's Eleven is, is that just a knock at the South? Can the no, Southerners not no. take a serious bank heist? I'm saying the, the whole NASCAR thing. And what's, uh, what's, what is I mean, what NASCAR is the most popular names? sport what in, is this, your in this great country. What is your stance on the statues, by the way? I just want to. I'm, I'm, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, it's really funny. Uh, Adam Driver's hilarious. Daniel Craig, the James Bond guy, is fucking awesome. He plays Joe Bang. How which, is his accent? Perfect. Everybody's accent was perfect. I'm wow. pretty sure, other than Daniel Craig, I think they're all Southern. They have to be naturally Southern because they, they. I mean, Adam Driver just nails. He kind of does the slow. Every word is a sentence thing. Wow. And he just your mouth like molasses. It just. But no. But it's even. It's like a it's sharper a Southern tighter. accent. Okay. Tighter. It's a little bit tighter. Like every word is really felt. About yeah, a little bit more West Texas to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more West Texas. That's exactly how Adam Driver talked, and it was hilarious. And there's, you know, the whole Ocean's Eleven thing <laughs> where at the end, you know, it's like, you know, who was, who knew what and everything. It's like a bank heist movie. And that's when I was saying to you, we, we need to make a spoof of a bank heist movie where at the end we just reveal that every character that was ever in any <laughs> shot in the movie was in on it, was actually in on it. And, and We've got the sting nose touch and everybody, all 200 people in this room are just going yeah. and giving it to and, each other. And the last person who we find out was in on it is the person who they were robbing or something. And it's like, Oh, he also knows he played his part. Like it's just, it, but it was really funny. Logan Lucky is like my favorite movie I've seen in theaters. I haven't seen many movies in theaters recently, but it's definitely my favorite. I've seen theaters in like years. So I love that movie. We also saw, uh, goon two. We saw goon two. New and I, new eyes and I watched goon two, two days in a row. Yeah, we found it on. Uh, on the Didn't old, go into theaters. Yeah, we no. uh, found it on the old uh, Fire Stick on some low uh, security. Very legal. No, we browsers. watched it legally. Very legal <laughs> stuff. But yeah, we watched it twice, Guys. and we all. I mean, you watched it as well. We all really liked it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're getting when you get Goon. You know what yeah. you're signing up for. I, and, and I think the hockey community takes it a little more seriously because they're nailing some hockey jokes uh -huh. specifically. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But for us, where you're just enjoying some northern Canadian humor, it's like, all right, fuck it. Let's oh, turn Goon on with we Sean William love, Scott. I think you, you, it's hard to find a person that didn't like Goon 1. It was yeah. one of those movies that surprised everybody. And it's because the plot was actually awesome. Like, yeah. it was yeah. a, real, top 10. a story that you got invested in and the ending, you were like, what's going to happen, the whole deal. It's impossible to recreate that with the second one, mm -hmm. but they did a great job of trying. A lot happened. There's a story. Like there's a ton of really funny new good characters. I was very impressed. Everything that was I a real liked. Movie. Everything I liked in Goon One, I found in Goon Two. Yes, I was totally pleased with that. So the difference, I think, from what I remember at least, is I thought Goon Two was just kind of turn up the ridiculous. One hundred percent with the brothers and the whole deal. A lot just, of callbacks. It's a sequel. Yeah. Callbacks and also just. This would never happen. The first one, mm -hmm. it, it probably wouldn't happen, but you never know. Like, I think it was based off something, right? Like, the first one. The second one, because the biggest question is, you go into the second movie, it's about a minor league hockey team. How are we following the same team? None of them have, have gone up to the pros. <laughs> you know, they're all still mm -hmm. in the same minor league hockey team. But they explain that where it's the movie takes place during an NHL lockout. So all the best players are down in the minors, mm -hmm. which I thought was just a perfect way to make it still make interesting. That super but easy. Yeah. It's minor league hockey, yeah. I thought the movie, and it was really funny too. Yeah, the, the it was a sequel, and so there were a ton of callbacks and stuff like that. The only the like if they if they had did done like two things differently, I think it would have been just as possibly just as good as the first one. Mm -hmm. The whole like uh, so, so the plot, I guess we should go real quick. Yeah, go over the the, the the plot is basically Doug Glatt is uh, it's what two years after the last movie they've been crushing it in the minors, whatever. Mm -hmm. He uh, is like the leader of the team. He's named captain. Named captain. Given the fan seat. favorite, the whole deal. Yeah. Their team has a new owner, GM guy, who's like this real slick kind of Richard Branson looking Canadian dude. <laughs> uh, his son is the guy we talked about last week, big uh, blonde guy, Kurt Russell's son. He's yeah. the bad boy of the NHL. Kid now has he's his little brother. The, yeah, now he's in the minor leagues. He knocks out Doug. Uh, Doug like retires, whatever, realizes he's not done with the sport, mm -hmm. uh, gets back into fighting shape, learns how to throw with his left comes back to try to kind of take on his old guy, uh, the, the guy that, uh, whatever, took him out of his career. So that guy, I thought, made the movie, the blonde guy. He's the villain. Yeah, see, I thought he was He's, hilarious, too. I, I, my, I think if they had done the villain a little bit differently, although I missed kind of the, the, the climax 10 minutes of it, but if they'd done the villain a little bit differently, 
and it not as insane goofy. I think it could have been like the best movie his ever. His character was totally absurd. So that was the biggest yeah. difference between yeah. the first and the second. I was second. just going to say. There's no character like his in the first. Because at the beginning, I remember we were like, who is the bad guy? We were he's sure. not the bad guy. He's so like, his whole thing is like, he's just kind of dumb and I don't even really and know. sick in the head? I don't know. He's, he's I don't like, want to complain about characterization yeah. in Goon 2, The Last of the Enforcers. Oh, I will. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Goon's so good. Hey, I, up, like, I, I think Goon 2 is... Uh, Definitely worth watching if you, especially if you liked Goon One. Couple awesome fight scenes, you know, like the first one. Oh, one hundred. One of the best parts of the first one is like the really nailed mm-hmm. hockey fighting. Yeah. And this one, couple awesome hockey fighting scenes, and also the best character from the first one, uh, Lee Schreiber as Ross the Boss Ray comes back. Comes back. Yeah. The coach is money too. The dude from oh, Sons of the Anarchy coach kills it. He's got this scene where he's got to give. They're now flying commercial flights because remember it's a minor league hockey minor league team. Minor league hockey team. So he's giving a pump up speech to his guys as they're on a commercial flight, yeah. and he's like cutting off the flight attendant. And she's telling him to sit down. He's, he's trying to give whispering the speech. It's it's all time. It was, we it's we, all time. we rewatched that scene a couple times. That's the funniest scene. <laughs> it's so good. We'll make a movie clip of that because that's like the funniest scene ever. Is just him being like, "Okay, guys, I think whisper trying to pump people up." But you have to whisper is will always get me. It's the greatest. Guys, he's, we're gonna show them how they play. We're at the border. You got, you just, got, you got to emote elsewhere. You got yeah. to use the eyes. You yeah. got to use. He uses the eyes. You got to animate. Got it. Yeah. It's so funny. But go see Goon too, and also I, I don't go to theaters because one, it wasn't even the theater we were going to see because I would have seen it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just kind of online. I think it's one of these. Don't watch things illegally. It's all guys. good. Oh, don't watch would illegally. You, I think would it's you steal a purse? Uh, you, well, you wouldn't steal a car. It's not a victimless crime, Henry. It isn't. It's not a victimless crime. <laughs> you're right. I will you never pirate movies again. You are a pirate. <laughs> I you're, wish. You're a buccaneer, if you will. The high seas, the World Wide Web. A scallywag. Yeah, so that was Goon 2. And now uh, we're going on to Little Evil, which I've been fired up to ask you guys about because mm-hmm. obviously we talked about this on trailers on Tinder. And I, I was one of the, the right swipers. I was one of the people on board. Same. So uh, And I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. So I got to yeah. ask, yeah, what would you guys think? I'm going to say it. I think I nailed my trailers on tinder i think i explained it perfectly it is yeah a little refresher what'd you say what i said was i would never go see it in theaters but it's on netflix it's gonna have some big laughs it's like an hour and a half i'm definitely gonna watch it on the couch one day which exactly is exactly what i did totally worth it it's super quick it's not amazing the whole thing's a satire it's all a big goof of uh horror movies specifically ones where the son or the kid is like the like demon. the omen the orphan omen orphan poltergeist yeah. all those uh, and finally because nobody's ever spoofed a horror movie or the yes. genre so <laughs> exactly. it's great that we finally have one and so that's the whole movie and so it's adam scott and he's uh whatever marries to a new woman the girl from lost what's her name she's just gorgeous she's from uh, lily uh kim cattrall Neither. No, Jacqueline Lewis. <laughs> I, I don't think that's I don't it either. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, that's the girl from Lost. So I don't yeah. know. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> I'm forgetting your name. But anyways, she, he marries her. Uh, she has Evangeline a, a son. Lewis. So yes. she, she yeah. he has a, a new stepson. Uh, he's trying to get along with them. Everything's all great. Like he's just always smiles. But clearly, you see before even he does, the kid is just super possessed and is like <laughs> mm-hmm. messing everything up, causing people to kill themselves. This whole thing and the whole movie. It's like the joke is. The kid is clearly a demon. Is he like comically possessed? Comically like, possessed. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a scene at a point where he uh, knocks out the dad and buries him in a coffin in the backyard, and the mom's <laughs> like, uh, like you have to go to timeout, uh, like little boy and Adam Scott, like the whole thing. That's basically the tone okay. of the movie. It was great. That's be- the shtick. Yeah, and it's a scare. It's you know obviously a scary movie, which I'm such a fucking pussy when it comes to this stuff. That I like almost was like I should, probably shouldn't watch it because just the <laughs> just the undertones like of a scary movie will throw me off. Uh, and it you know what it did, which was perfect. It just got to that line of there are a few scenes where I was like, okay, if this happens, I'm out. And where like he's looking through an eye hole, and then they show the mm-hmm. you know the the uh, not an eye hole, a keyhole, and then they show the other side of the keyhole. And I'm just ready for something to pop out and hit him in the eye. And if that had happened, I'd be out. But they don't do that. It's scary. It's right in the line. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. There's no like. You're never jumping back. There's pop outs, but they're always a little obvious or the thing isn't that scary. Like it's, They're comedic. Yeah. It's punchline pop outs, yeah. which was so, it's perfect. And it was, I thought, it, I really liked it. You thought it was solid. I thought it was great. I was kind of paying attention 90% mm-hmm. of the time. It was kind of in and out. But whenever there was, 
10 big laughs, which is all I was looking for. Let me ask this question. Was uh, Adam Scott great, or was there any other big contributing cast members? So Adam Scott is uh, great, but he just kind of did the job. Yeah, he's a straight man. He did what he had to do. The funniest character ever is his buddy from work is, I don't know her name, (laughs) mid-40s. Al? She's got to be mid-40s. I don't know what the actress's name is. Big lady. She plays a stepdad also, so they all go yeah. to a stepdad. She plays a stepdad. Yes. Yeah. Is and there any reference ever, like never. she's transitioned or something? Never ever. It's 2017. Just, okay. yeah, we don't need to discuss never, these ever. things. Did just, you just assume her gender? I'm I, sorry. You know, I did. I did. It's, I probably it's, did. Excuse me. <laughs> they never address that she is Let's a just woman. issue a public apology right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they never address that that she is a, definitely a woman as she has... No, they just she she talks about herself as a stepdad the whole time, and the whole time she's like, bro, and like talking about trucks and this and that, and it's so funny how much the wife is like annoying her and all this stuff. She absolutely makes the movie. She is the whole thing. So most of the humor comes from this stepdad support group, which is freaking hilarious. And it's Adam <laughs> Scott, this big chick who is so funny, Crystalia, Crystalia, and the the dude T- from Scrubs, Turk from Scrubs, Turk from Scrubs, and so uh, they all basically are stepdads and their kids are all possessed, you know, quote unquote, but not actually Adam Scott's is the home that's really possessed. <laughs> but they all tell these horror stories about their kids doing stuff to them and it makes the whole movie. It's really funny. <laughs> and the funniest part about this 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 one stepdad is like everybody else's kids uh, are like, yeah, like he's shit in my sock drawer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just really intense stuff. And then Al the the middle aged woman who's being a stepdad is uh is just doesn't like it because the kid uh is in a like pitch perfect and and Al yeah. wants the kid to be into sports and it's just like the funniest it's, it's like, like six jokes it's a nightmare the kid just wants to watch pitch perfect yeah. <laughs> yeah but so I thought it was great I would definitely say recommend it go watch it but mm-hmm. like I said before it's an easy one to throw on while you're doing something and kind of listen in the background. Good. Well, I'm, I'm going to knock it out here soon because I, I, I said I wanted to see it, and you guys both said it was pretty good, right? It's worth so, a watch. Yeah. One, one of my favorite lines ever in like a movie is they have the photographer from the wedding is like, you need to come look at this footage. So obviously yeah. there's like some evidence that it's a demon in the footage. And the photographer who leaves the room, he goes, so I did some research because <laughs> I love to fucking do research. <laughs> yeah, I love that because <laughs> That is such a movie trope where it's like... Yeah, they nail every horror movie trope. Why why were you doing research? And how do you know where to start to do research? <laughs> on stuff? So I did some... Re- I went to the local library and I pulled out this really random book. I looked into it because I love to look into shit. <laughs> Just like... It was so good. So yeah, so, I thought Little Evil was awesome. By the way, uh, we didn't talk about that in It. One of the new kids, one of the stragglers they add to the group is this mm-hmm. new kid who's been in town now for like the past year. He's yeah. got nobodies, whatever. Spends all of his time in the library. Yeah, that's all he does. Looking up and researching nerd. shit. And every time they reach a point where it's like, Okay, what do we know now about the clown? He's like, well, I was in the library. In 1964. Turns out, in 1933, yeah. this thing first emerged after a Easter just, scandal. Like, what are you getting these documents in the school library? <laughs> I was just like, flipping through some of the uh, archives of the Maine Gazette <laughs> yeah. during the uh, Great Depression. And, well, actually, they mentioned uh, a clown-like figure. Interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I was going through uh, the Anarchist Cookbook, and they mentioned clowns. It just, <laughs> You're right, that is such a movie character. It's like... Okay, here's something we don't really know how to explain. Thankfully, at the beginning of the movie, we mentioned that there's this nerdy kid yes, who exactly. can plausibly know everything and explain it. Um, but, but those, yeah. Are, yeah, those are the movies. Those are them. Let's it, get to the Goon theaters. Two, Logan, Lucky, and uh, Little Evil. All of them with uh, good reviews. So, yeah. so people, if they're listening, um, want to know which movies, which of these movies you have to see. So let's just real quick. Let's all all three of us go down the movies one, two, three, four. The only one I would go to see in theaters, it. Well, that's the only one in theaters, I think, right now, too. Well, Logan Lucky. Oh, Logan Lucky. Oh, yeah. And and, and honestly, I think I'm going to go to the theaters to see Logan Lucky. Your review of it was money. I might might go to the theater again and watch it with you, and we'll just look at your face the entire time. (laughs) Plus, just get more of that popcorn. Popcorn makes me feel terrible. That's throwing me (laughs) off. The worst. I feel awful. You just eat all the salt of it. It's so, but yeah. it's so good. It's so we'd delicious. see it and Logan Lucky in theaters. Goon Two is one you can save for uh, online, either a fun Google search or, or wait just, for the DVD. Yeah, yeah let, it'll be on Netflix in two months, yeah. I'm sure, or something. But, and then uh, Little Evil on Netflix, easy. Yeah. By the way, last quick thing for for what we're watching. I went to my buddy's film festival last night, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And one move that I've done the past few times I've gone to the movie is the. And it's just because of the line. It's not because uh, I'm a thief or anything. 
But the line is so long to get any of these concessions and stuff, which is weird because usually the people that work at the movie theater are like, you know, the crack squad. Oh, yeah. It's the, uh, the top notch. It's the first <laughs> responders. It's With the, other opportunities it, that they're it, turning it, down. It's what you call the best of the best yeah. in, in many uh, <laughs> levels. But I will. I want an icy and I will go up and you just you can kind of cut the line if you say like, hey, can I get a water cup? And I get two water cups and I go up and just sort of put a little bit of the Coke icy all the way to the top. You feel fucking alive yeah, it's a rush <laughs> you go into the movie and you're like why do i need to see this that's movie? why i go to the movies let's especially go skydiving dodging the very alert and surveilling employees of the amc <laughs> well i'm sure they were right on top eyes of you. In the back of their heads fuck they're always so ready for their next task <laughs> i've gotten to the point they're where go-getters I, I just want to live on the edge so much that i am like we'll kind of do it in front of them <laughs> Thinking, just dare him, poke him, poke him in the him chest. Down. I, I dare you to come say some shit to me, and then two, knowing that none of them get paid enough, <laughs> and none of them are not. Hi- they're so high that they're all like, "Why would I go confront this guy who just has a little bit of the Coca Cola flavored icy in his cup?" So if you're going to the movies, don't everybody do it? Because then the, the jig over. is up. The jig is up. But uh, think about it. If you need a little adventure in your life. That's what we're watching. <laughs> That's what we're watching. Yeah. Let's get more. Let's get back to the movie theaters. Let's get there back to go. the theater. I love the movie theaters. All right, now we're going to do trailers on Tinder. And we're going to start off. This one is going to be a special one because uh, we're, we're this is TV trailers. This is basically like TV week, apparently. I think it's because football's starting. There it's are so season. many new shows. Go, kids are going back to school. Yeah. yeah. People are going back to work. People are ready September, to watch, sit down and watch TV. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? I'm pumped. I'm jacked up about I'm jazzed. TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get that DVR all tuned up. We gotta fix our DVR. Figure I that know. out. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, three uh, trailers that we're gonna go over. Two are pilots: The Orville, American Vandal, uh, and Year of the Scab, which isn't a pilot as much as a trailer for a documentary. One of the thirty for thirties on ESPN. Um, so, which one do you guys want to start with? Let's do the Orville. So, the Orville is uh, Sunday nights on uh, Fox. Uh, it's after all the football games or whatever, after Sunday Night Football. It's Seth MacFarlane. As far as I know, it's his first live-action show, right? His first non-cartoon show. Yes. That show, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's done, obviously, A Million Ways to Die Rocky. in the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically the Orville is like a ship. It's like Star Trek. And he's like this kind of loser captain. He's basically like a not a great captain in the future. But they have so many ships that like everyone gets a ship is what it kind of <laughs> seems like. Mm-hmm. And so they give him a ship with a team. And he's got to like deliver supplies things go awry, I think, in the first episode. And so it's like this kind of Star Trek comedy. Yeah. We all saw the trailer. What did you guys think? Is it a linear plot line? I kind of thought it more. It's like every episode we're kind of popping in on random missions. I think it's going. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, exactly. So right? that's New what case, I thought, except characters. for the trailer makes it look like the season has, like the, the, the bad guy is the same bad guy throughout the season. Okay. Because it starts like you got to transport medicine here. Could it, could it, uh, bad do, guys show up. Could it do a little bit of both where it you're might. constantly fighting the same bad guy? We have the same antagonist, but to fill each ep, we're doing little stuff. I hope you guys are right. I hope it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine, every episode, new mission. I think that would be great. And that's what Seth MacFarlane's good. That's what Family Guy, mm-hmm. that's it, why they're great. Yeah, it felt awfully sitcom-y in the yes. trailer. Which yeah. I don't think is a terrible thing. No, it's up Seth MacFarlane's uh, alley. I think you got to be careful, though, because it's when it's Family Guy works with a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work with live action in my yeah. mind. What mm-hmm. uh, a million ways to die in the West? That didn't work. That movie freaking blew. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even watch it. I'm a little bit worried about them getting a little gimmicky with this. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my quick uh, take on it is uh, doesn't really look that funny. There were no parts yeah. in in the trailer where I was like, "That's a really good joke." Yeah, it's supposed it was- to be smart funny, I think. And it didn't really even feel like no, that. It didn't. Uh, it, but it, I is love Seth MacFarlane writing. Yes. Yeah. It's his whole th- like this is his big. But this I, is a baby. I love Family Guy. Yeah. And I love Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And it seems like it's kind of marrying the two. It totally So I'll seems obviously like watch it until. Yeah. That's like, an interesting perspective. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I was out, but that kind of makes me put, put me back in. You know, it's another little thing I had wrong with the trailer of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this, this kind of bugs me in movies and trailers, or movies and TV. His love interest in it is the girl from Friday Night Lights, the TV show, the blonde one with the mole. Mm-hmm. She's like 20 years younger than her. Is, is she not? Well, you got to keep in mind, he's dyeing his hair, so it's dark. But that always just drives me. 28. That always just drives me nuts where it's like, Seth MacFarlane, you're not 25. You're an mm-hmm. old guy. Like, it's okay. Be the captain. Like, it just, that seems silly to me. Divide by two plus seven. 
Does no, it work? no, it does not check it out. Work. It doesn't check out. It doesn't Seth, work. what so, gives? I don't know. The little <laughs> things like that, I'm always like, come on. I know it's your show. I know you're the guy. You're a handsome, cool TV guy. Mm-hmm. Have a realistic life. Seth I don't know. MacFarlane has been chasing this sexy guy thing for he a has. while. He has. He started doing. He started doing uh, hosting the roasts, and he's like, try. He, he obviously was always the voices for the Family Guy's yeah. the American Dad. So it was like, oh, by the way, I'm a handsome guy too. And so I don't know why. Is he a good-looking guy? How good-looking is he? No, Hazel. You clearly haven't seen those Dove Soap commercials because what you don't understand is sexy isn't a physical thing. Sexy is confidence, okay? And Seth MacFarlane has that in spades. He's confident for sure. Seth MacFarlane, uh, Adam Sandler, and Nicolas Cage are the three people that I feel like Movies and TV are just trying to be like, oh, and they're really good looking, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, they're really good looking. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Also, they're, they're natural athletes. Like, you <laughs> just, uh, that's assumed. So, it makes total sense why Adam Sandler plays a quarterback. No, I like Nick Cage being thrown in there, because you're totally right. Adam Sandler, obviously, but I like Nick Cage, too. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it makes sense for, for him to... Uh... <laughs> oh, don't worry about his hairline. His hairline's great. Don't, just don't look at it. It's fine. <laughs> no, it, it makes total sense for him to uh, have a love interest in this movie. Yeah. Who's, who's a 30-year-old... Uh, that, that makes all sense. Oh, <laughs> Nick Cage is banging Diane Kruger. Yeah. And she loves him back. No, she, oh, she, oh, she's better than her. She's going down. So, yes, yeah, for me, this is a hesitant swipe right. This is sort of like if we're going to go with the metaphor on, on Tinder. If I'm swiping, it, it's something that I would swipe left on, but maybe like, you know, the girl has like a tattoo on her face or something. Yeah. I'm like, Interesting. fuck it. Let's see where this goes. So that, I'm swiping right like that. Yeah, same. You guys? I'm, I'm swiping right just because uh, he's... He's hilarious. Family Guy's great. You got to give it a shot. Maybe it's hilarious. Maybe it's a bit much. If not, I think it's 30 yeah. minute episodes. Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, maybe, maybe it is Maybelline. I was swiping left. I was ready to disagree with you guys. Mm-hmm. But your little uh, log line of uh, Family Guy meets yeah. Galaxy Quest. That's perfect. Fuck it. Why yeah. not? I'm in. I got no cable TV I'm watching right now. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Fox, Sunday nights. Oh, except for Bachelor in Paradise. Sunday nights. God, I love Bachelor in Paradise. All right, next we have uh, <laughs> the next trailer is. American Vandal. So this is the one that I never watched uh, Making a Murderer, but it's kind of so it's, it's making, on that note. Right? Yeah, so it's a Netflix uh, series, which I thought it would be a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. It's a series, though. Jimmy Tatro, who's the classic, the, he's the, the bro, TFM the guy. voice, the TFM guy, but, mm-hmm. uh, and he's hilarious. He got his own, or Netflix gave him his own, uh, eight-part mockumentary. So it's mm-hmm. mocking how to make a murderer. But also the jinx, kind of all of those, a little bit of yeah. all of them, where it's whatever true crime, this guy got whatever framed, did he do it, did he not, except the plot is he's a high schooler and he gets kicked out for uh, drawing dicks all over the cars in the parking lot. So it's like yeah. obviously ridiculous. I think it looks funny. I cannot believe it has eight episodes. Dude, I saw the trailer. I thought phenomenal trailer. Oh, it looks hilarious. I don't, I don't see what it could do past the trailer. I thought yeah. the trailer would like just that's all they released was like, like the trailer. Yeah, the, that's the funny thing. It's just a YouTube video of the, the trailer. The trailer almost like goes too far with oh, yeah. the same joke. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's ball big, hairs. Ball hairs. So, yeah. So, so the guy is framed for doing the dick spray dick paint graffiti, or whatever. Dick graffiti, basically. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Because the first half of the trailer, that's kind of – it's all just like, yeah, I was framed for this. And then the guy who did you guys ever listen to Serial? Because I never watched Making a Murder. No, I did. Did I, I did a couple uh, long road trips where Serial was. The, uh, SNL does a really good Serial spoof. It. It's pretty. It is so easy to 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 nail just because everything is uh, just asking questions. It's like, but if he did do it, why was? He claiming he didn't. So that's what it seems like. <laughs> why? So you know what? I haven't why? seen it, but they have that character. Next, like there's like this cereal. little kind of nerdy kid with glasses who's like, I believed it. Who's that character? And I yeah. want to look. I want to look into this. As soon as that happened, I was like, okay, I might be in. I yeah. still think. You know, I, I think I'm gonna. It's a, a swipe right uh, because it's on Netflix, and it's an eight part thing. Like we're, I'm gonna watch it. Netflix yeah. is just taking over because I, I totally agree. It's too easy not to Netflix. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the first episode if it's quick. I'll throw on the second 100%. right after. Like, I watch Netflix because I'm lazy and I'm yeah. I'm not lazy enough to not watch this on Netflix. Totally. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm amazed though that it's eight parts and I'm very curious to see what on earth they could talk about or get into for three Hopefully episodes. Hopefully they go real deep. Let alone eight. But it seems like it's the same joke the whole time. I would bet. My mortgage episodes two through five are terrible. Or nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying ep one, real funny, because it's just you're first oh, getting the shtick out the there. It's the bit. It's good. And then 
for it to go eight, they in, they must have had some kind of twist they thought of where they're like, no, 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 this will really work as an eight part series. But my bet would be on getting to there. It's a lot of it's just the most repetitive scene. They also must have a seen. lot of cameos, right? I assume there's a bunch of celebs that are going to be in an ep or two because if it's that'd probably be easy. If Jimmy Tatro can't yeah, be the most famous guy in this thing because I mean he's great and people know him, but like the, what what makes Seven Days in Hell and all those HBO sports documentaries great is that you have well whatever Will Arnett or Will Forte random mm -hmm. dudes coming in that are proven hilarious. That's actually interesting. I didn't think about that. You, if there was like a principal that was really exactly. good, that could, that, could that, that, could, that could carry it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So I'm 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 uh doing the lazy swipe right because yeah, I've been yeah. Uh, and then and you guys are the same boat or does anybody feel different? Uh, I'm definitely swiping right. This thing could easily go the way of True Detective season two for me. Yes. Where I do the first three and then I just don't I just can't do it anymore. So um, so far the theme of this show, by the way, is we like everything that we watch. Well, things are good. Things are good. Hey, times are good. I'm sorry I'm happy, okay? I'm not going to apologize for my happiness. All right, and then last but not least for trailers on Tinder TV edition, we have Year of the Scab, the ESPN 30 for 30. Uh, I, one of you guys want to... Yeah, new 30 for 30 part? coming out this week. They're back, which I love because that usually means They're that we're going to have a couple. Uh -huh. and I yeah. think in fall football season, we're going to have a handful. And so this one, you know, it's very... 30s tend to hit more than they miss, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's occasional ones that that miss that aren't that don't hit the mark. This one I think is going to be a big disappointment. It doesn't look very interesting. It's called Year of the Scab. It's about the 1987, 1987 season. Yeah. The NFL went on strike. Yeah. The players did. Mm -hmm. So NFL on so strike. So all scab players, and it's right around the same time the USFL was shutting yep. down and all these different things. So so the the documentary or the 30 for 30 uh, it follows a handful, maybe a team. I'm not sure. A handful to a team of the scab players talking about the experience and after fun fact for you one of our own yeah, uh, our very podcast members jack newheisel's dad was a scab was a scab player there we go and proud so, of it yeah that the, the reason we think it maybe won't be so interesting is who wants to see rick newheisel play four games <laughs> for the chargers <laughs> well in i do well i do i do and, and finish yeah. the rest of the season for the, the bucks no that <laughs> would be interesting that they, they could make a movie about it. the only reason i'm not into the 30 <laughs> they did 30, it's called the replacements yeah boom yeah. but i'm saying the only reason i'm not into the the, the 30 for 30 is that these guys don't seem interesting at all. So it's, it's not about the strike. It's, it's about the scabs. It seems more like it's following these guys. They're all, they show them now. They're all like 40s, balding, suburban dads. And I think it was like, oh yeah, remember we played football for a couple of years? <laughs> like, I don't know if it's going to be that interesting. None of them are that cool. I've got two of the lamest brags of all time for Give my dad's us. scab career. Give it to Here us. Here we go. Number one, last guy in NFL history to run in a one-point conversion. Rick Neuheisel, baby. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. The two-point conversion did not become a thing, I think, until like 1988 or something that like that. That shocked me. Yeah, I did not know that. And So uh, why wouldn't you kick? So you, every time you'd kick. Yeah. So there's no reason to ever no reason to run. run it in for two. He was the holder as well. Snap went awry. Bought a little time. I guess helicopter's way in there. I guess, that honestly, so awesome. this story every time, every, the story every time he tells it, it you know, he gets more and more athletic. <laughs> so I'd love to actually see tape on this because I know for tape. a fact the guy couldn't move. <laughs> I know he had no lateral quickness. This was in a time when if you were dropping back and throwing to your left, you backpedaled. Guys looked fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Number two, really lame brag of this thing. Only undefeated Chargers quarterback in franchise history. Wow, that's un no one. No one played that the game was an and got Affleck a win? trivia question in like 2004, and you nailed wow. it. And I didn't know it at the time, and it was like that is hilarious, <gasps> Dad. Wow, <laughs> here we go. But anyways, what do you think of the uh, the 30 for 30 trailer? Well, I mean, I'm a tad concerned for 30 for 30 Same. as I've always been. We've uh, Jack and Henry, we've always had this kind of complaint about 30 for 30 as. They're, the content selection just isn't awesome. It could be so much better. There's That's enough the thing. sick it stories. It could be better. And then sometimes with stories that you're really fired up to see, directors kind of make it their personal little twist they on it. They do them. their own style. The style so changes. Example on yeah. there, the Trojan War one, oh the goodness. one on SC, where I was so pumped to go. Oh, who narrated that? That was the worst narrative. It was the, so bad. It was it, like Ice, tea, Ice Cube. It was Ice T, I think, not Ice Cube. It was Ice T. Ice T. Well, whoever it was, the whole time I was like, and in Hollywood, yep, it was anything Ice goes. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was. shut the fuck and, Yeah, it was up. just a the fucking nightmare. Script. So, like, Maybe Honor again, Palmer, Ice Tea and Lemonade. You know, and then the, the OJ five-parter came out, and I was like, well, fuck, I don't know shit. All time. But now it kind of feels like we've done, we did the Carter High one. Yeah. Which, fuck, cool story, guys. I mean, that, that, right on. Enough. I didn't know it. Not but why, why? Who cares about a high school football team? I know yeah. it was a sick high school football team, but once you got beyond the Friday Night Lights movie, I didn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. And then now, 
year of the scab, I mean, for me and my family, if they talk Ricky New ever, we'll be fired up. Yeah. But I just don't know who's there, that there fired up. There are other up. stories out there in the past 50 years of sports that deserve two hours of documentary time that people are looking for more. Mm-hmm. Top of my head, I couldn't name another scab outside my dad. Make another one about yeah, Miami. Yeah. Make another one about the U. Part three. <laughs> They're part always three. good. They're how, always so cool. How come there's no Seabiscuit? <laughs> yeah. How come yeah. there's no horse 30 for 30? Let's go make a remember the Titans no 30 for 30s. Jockey huh? 30 for 30s. But Jockey. Heroes. On Toby horse racing. <laughs> They're the Tiny Squires character from Seabiscuit. Former. Or f- fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was Trailers on Twitter. Um, the TV edition. And now we got uh, News with New. New. What do we got on the news? This week in News with New Heisel, we are looking at a couple different things. Number one. A topic uh, that a lot of people probably don't care about, but I do, so we're going to talk about it. Boom. Uh, the movie industry is blaming Rotten Tomatoes for its recent decline. Uh, I buy it. Well, I'm in. What have these filmmaker, tomatoes done? Fr- filmmaker uh, Brett... <laughs> filmmaker <laughs> no, Brett. we all know the BLT is the most popular sandwich on a movie set. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. And if they're rotten, well, let's just face it. <laughs> people won't go Jesus see them. Jesus Christmas. So, Brett Ratner, who you might remember, he directed all three of the Rush Hours. A couple uh, I do not remember, movies. but okay. <laughs> he I did, he, did a, he was on an episode of Entourage. Entourage, he yeah, was. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and he's got some weird story where Olivia Munn said he was jerking off in a trailer. To, it, I don't know. Anyway, Good that's stuff. Brett Ratner. And he said... I think it's the destruction of our business. And so this whole article went on to kind of chronicle it. All these big movies that were slated for massive releases this summer got absolutely crushed on Rotten Tomatoes. They were sub-60. And 60 is the standard. If you're above 60, you're a fresh tomato. If you're below 60, you're rotten. And those ratings come out like the day it opens, too. They don't wait for like the weekend. And so now, uh, you know, they get a a good amount of traffic on the site every single day. And a lot of people base their uh, opinions on movies based off their review. I think most people do. And uh, recently, I've kind of been going through their stuff, and I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. I think they get it wrong, like, over 50% of the time. Well, so the way it works... Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Rotten Tomatoes, it's like part of it is critics and it's what they critic say. It's a critic score and an audience score. Part of it is score. audience, yeah. right? It's are a, they combined or are they separate? They're separate. So you get to see both. But when it's published like in the column, I'm pretty sure they're kept in critic score. And then when you click on it, then you get to see both. So it's the critic score that people are complaining about. Because I always assumed it was if people are, are voting, of course it's the terrible reviews. I, yeah. Don't trust the percentage. But if it's critics, then that's different. So obviously Rotten Tomatoes then was like, I think what we do for movies is great. Obviously, you know, it's expensive. We give people like... Uh, you know, some forewarning yeah, and some, warning. some information going into the movie. So why, why wouldn't that be a good thing? But I think that's the big thing is because if it's audience score, fucking a, that's what it ought to be. Yeah. And I think J- mm-hmm. Jack, you brought this up uh, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about uh, IMDb is the greatest of the movie uh, rating yeah, sites because people rate it, and they, and they, t- and it's people rated and they take out the, all the ones and the tens. Yeah. There's an algorithm. Somebody made an algorithm that takes all of the IMDb votes and, removes all the ones and the tens like removes all the extremes yeah and then they tell you what the actual high like the actual rating for movies are and it's super accurate because it's like yeah it's you're taken out of the people that are like it sucked and the people that are like it's the best movie ever and you just have the people who are like yeah it was it was good and then that we, you kind of can base things off of that um rotten tomatoes has a feature like that if you're willing to wait and not see it opening night uh there is a like audience consensus they'll show like what the critics consensus was uh and you critics give it a 46 percent but then you can look and right next to it there's audience consensus and it's like if it's like 98 percent, it's like oh yeah it's a good movie it's Mm -hmm. just that it's not an adult movie that deals with themes and 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 that's really where the line is now there's yeah it's movies aren't based off of how good they are it's like does it fit into this category yeah does it have these checks like these boxes checks of is it about oh is it about something stupid you know is mm-hmm. it about a real yeah. issue and stuff like that and that's not what anybody wants so we I mean, just want to go see a good story I mean comedies are like the definition of like yeah they will not get a good rating yeah on Rotten Tomatoes but it's like I I don't know why I don't know and also like, they, I would love to go through the movies that we just talked about and look at their Rotten Tomatoes because I bet Goon 2's is so terrible I looked up Goon 2 there we go because uh, I, I wanted just to see where everything kind yeah. of falls in line uh, so the number four movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes is Get Out Get Get Out Get Out <laughs> right so Get Out was plenty entertaining was I saw good, it and yeah. enjoyed the heck out of it but we, yeah. I, I called the twist 30 minutes into it yeah. as did everybody I was sitting with yeah. my little brother who never knows shit tapped me on the shoulder see. and be like I think it's going to be a skeleton twin situation with the grandparents. And yeah. I was like, fuck Joe. I think you're onto something. I think there. you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, very solid movie. 
I'll even let it have an A minus rating. Oh, definitely. Whatever. Fourth greatest movie no, of all time ridiculous. is what we're calling it. It's ridiculous. No. Now, Goon Two, to put that in perspective, was uh, the fourteenth greatest. Any, movie. No, <laughs> anything sub sixty percent gets rotten. Goon Two gets a forty three percent. So like that, that's crazy to me. What were you expect? What could Goon Two have done? Like, what could a movie, any comedy that's not Judd Apatow at this point, basically, right? 100%. Unless you have like a super respected director, what comedy can get a, a passing rating? Hundred percent. Anything. To me, the casual fan is not your typical movie buff who's like, I want to go see, like, like no. going for the artistic value of the movie. They're going for the entertainment value. Is it a good movie mm-hmm. or not? So, therefore, like, the audience score to me gets completely manipulated on who's going to see these movies. Yeah, definitely. And, and like, definitely. in particular, like, you know, like, so you see, like, a Les Mis who got, you know, people who wanted to see Les Mis was beloved on the score versus, I loved it. you know. Oh, I loved it. And then you get a movie that's kind of middle of the line that would draw, like, a Logan Lucky kind of mm-hmm. then usually would get killed on a site like this where it's it kind of draws a, a wider crowd yeah you know? yeah and and all of a sudden you get people who are like that was fucking stupid i hate southern accents it's like well you saw southern accents in the trailer that's what you signed yeah. up for guy yeah yeah totally agree oh uh, well there's nothing funnier to me too than going on rotten tomatoes if you haven't done this do it go to rotten tomatoes and just actually look at like the top critics <laughs> like because they each have to write like a sentence for the review in the movie and Everyone, there's like 150 critics, and everyone has to come up with like their own kind of pun. (laughs) Oh my god, it's classic. (laughs) Let's just say Logan Lucky wasn't so lucky. They're pathetic, but they're all like (laughs) um, the it thing of the summer. Shut the fuck up! God damn it, it's terrible. Just say I liked it. I didn't like it. Okay. You'll probably like it. But yeah, so that, that that's rotten tomatoes. And also, wait, one last note. Yeah. Because we, we were talking about it before, and I think we should add it. I think we got to start taking down rotten tomatoes. I think we need to take... They, they've established themselves too much. We need to take them down a peg or two. Yeah. I think we were talking about having a new segment, Fresh Tomatoes. Fresh Tomatoes. Fresh I Tomatoes. Those. Yeah. Fresh Tomatoes. Where we go, we Fresh pick tomatoes. movies exclusively yeah. from the rotten list, which yeah. is, well, like it's got a sub-60% rating yeah. on rotten tomatoes. Movies that yeah. rotten tomatoes have said don't watch. Yeah. And, and we say, say, hey, this is a fucking good movie. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. number one, Galaxy Quest. But that's for next week. So by the way, I was also wrong on Galaxy Quest. I was saying, I think that was bull. It got a 90%. Yeah, for mine. Uh, this whole thing might be wrong. <laughs> That's what we based the entire concept. The Tin Cup with Kevin Costner got a fifty-seven percent, and just what the fuck? Yeah, Even that was fuck. a little. Is, I think uh, is almost a little bit generous. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm, Kevin Costner's in so many great sports movies. He's Tin a golfer. Cup, believe it. Tin Cup is solid. That's in many people's top five, including I, myself. I'd give Tin Cup a six out of ten. I think it's a little. Bit, I think that's probably right. I like it. I thought it was solid. It's not. <laughs> What's the next on the news? Okay, uh, Marvel and Star Wars movies uh coming up in 2019 will exclusively be on disney's new streaming service so this has been a big thing this week uh-huh so uh i guess uh, in 2012 disney reached a deal with uh netflix For five uh, years? that uh no it actually didn't start until last year though oh wow so it didn't kick into gear until uh 2016 business uh but that you know disney would provide it stuff for for netflix users and all that stuff and now they've decided streaming's uh the way of the future we need our own and so now all that stuff all marvel and star wars movies which they now own yeah uh will be exclusively reserved for that service that's definitely gonna uh hurt netflix because just in the the family uh and kids category alone oh yeah because i know anytime we're looking for a cartoon you had there you got just a handful of Hercules, Mulan, <laughs> any of the Disney classics. You take those away. Is there anything less left? Uh, maybe a Rotel Dorado, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. They 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 own a lot of Netflix, so I think that's gonna be big. But then I also heard a rumor that Net or Disney might uh, try to buy Netflix for like seventy billion or something crazy. Seventy billion? It might be like half of that, but something insane billion, like thirty billion, something like that. Every time a deal like that happens, it's my favorite. My favorite thing <laughs> it's ever. So much money that like I don't know. <laughs> it's a fictional number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my favorite thing ever is that somebody hears about seventy billion. Give me some money. <laughs> so like, so give me a thousand dollars. You're just gonna be throwing stuff around. <laughs> I every time, yeah, he's making like a hundred million dollars. Toss me some cash. <laughs> I've actually said that multiple times. It's like, what? What is a million dollars gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna notice that? Just give it to me. I'll notice it a ton. <laughs> It'll change my life. Give me some money. What else we got in the news? Uh, also in the news, uh, Warner Brothers is coming out with their own kind of uh, independent Joker movie. Ooh, uh, so I heard is, about this. This is uh, n- has nothing to do with Suicide Squad. It's yeah. completely separate, uh, separate from origins. Uh, so I heard a Joker rumor about this movie. one. So 
So uh, right now they're trying to get Leo to do it. That's what I heard. That was the rumor. Jared Leto is getting knocked, but coincidentally, uh, the Suicide Squad deal—they've got all these. uh, They've got the the. They got uh, a new one coming out. Gotham Sirens or whatever, like all these different movies that are going to feature Jared Leto's Joker. So it's going to be confusing if they don't actually end, if they actually end up casting Leo. We're going to have side by side Joker movies coming out. I I think Leo's too. I think Leo's face is too too wide. So he's a little round. Yeah, I think it's definitely around the forehead. A rotund. I think young Leo, Titanic Leo, could have murdered it. Yeah, but I still think he's gonna be great. I think, I he'd think he's be gonna be pretty best. good. I think no, shades I think of uh, uh, Nicholson's. Uh, yes, uh, he's the same Joker. kind of mouth. Yeah, yeah, Very, not Heath Ledger. Jared Leto kind of went the more Heath Ledger route, where it's a little bit more deranged. Yeah. Versus uh, Nicholson's is kind of more. I don't know how to phrase it correctly, but you you know what I mean. It's like sharper. Yeah. In my mind. He's more of like a. a mob boss yeah. almost mm-hmm. but who's obviously got the joker fucking problems versus heath ledger and jared leto are like fucking psychopaths so i heard leo was going to be in it. i heard that rumor and i think like it was actually it's not just a rumor like it might actually happen i also heard a rumor that martin scorsese might direct it Ooh. now if martin scorsese directs a this joker, joker movie? origin movie i think everyone's gonna forget about jared leto and all those suicide stupid movies and it's gonna be like okay this is the new superhero that you gotta beat this now american right? joker yeah kind of are we kind of do it though we haven't gotten that kind of level of i mean actually logan this year we all really dug. logan was great but logan outside was of that so fucking what real? superhero movie has even touched the dark Knight? oh nothing yeah nothing nothing yeah right? I, I think logan is the is my number two behind the dark knight but but and uh, probably dark knight Rises clearly like the whole justice league all these movies no one's trying to be like the dark knight they're all super no yeah they're going back ball. to the comic book shit mm-hmm. so i would i mean this it just sounds really cool i'm excited yeah uh okay so more news by the way this one's kind of fun uh chance the rapper everyone's favorite is uh star uh starting a new award show uh just for teachers so he's been very involved in the Chicago public school That's system. That's going to kill it in donating, ratings. <laughs> <laughs> donating money to all this different stuff. He's super active about it. Guess who's hosting? Who? James Corden. Oh, my gosh. I need The most lovable man in America? That guy's now entering a certain category of people that Mark Wahlberg and Drake already currently occupy, yeah. where they need to get the fuck out of my face. Just take a step back. Why do you want to be in my face all goddamn day? Like Mark Wahlberg. He... <laughs> I don't get what you guys understand about when you sit in a car with a famous person and you <laughs> sing a popular song. It's fantastic. Hey, I like him. You guys I like don't him. love it? I like him. I love him. I hate that stuff. I, I hate that shit. I like him. Like, I think he's very likable, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's a great guy. He's too much. You're totally right. He's oversaturating himself. I need Drake out of the NBA. I need Mark Wahlberg to stop wearing his own supplement brands on... That was the worst thing. To, get off to my welcome TV. the NFL seasons. That was yeah. the most pathetic thing. That was the most... Oh, I was going to try to do a Patriot... But he's such a cool guy. He's, he's becoming so uncool patriotic. so fast. And he's thing. starring in massive budget commercials. That direct TV commercial TV. at Jesus 90 Christ. sets. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck's paying for that? Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know why that pisses me off, but it does. But anyway, but <laughs> so but, but so obviously now we've gotten derailed <laughs> from you know James Corden <laughs> yeah. pissing me off. But outside of that, James Chance Corden. the Rapper, pretty sweet. Way to go, so man. I don't, I don't get it at all. Award show for, they just get like, you're a great teacher. Just you're a teachers. great teacher. And honestly, I have no idea what the. It's Chance the Award Show. Yeah, what the criteria is. I don't know if kids are writing in like. Like, my teacher crushed it this year. We all feel smarter. But so it sounds I, I very have no sweet. idea. I hope they do it. I hope they Cancel. take No, I hope they take <laughs> emotion completely out of it. I think that this should be a very scientific, statistical, much like how baseball does it with their you figure out the sabermetrics of being a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what what are their starter scores and what are their finishing scores? Test what is scores, their yeah. what are their test scores? What are their reading rates? What is their lovability? Uh, how what do the parents think? Somehow find a way to boil that down into one number and give it to the person with the highest number. The real winner. That, that, that the real winner right yeah. there. And I, and I think it's fine if we have multiple winners in a row. What I don't want to see and what I'm worried about is <laughs> what I'm worried about happening is some kid writes some sad story, a very moving story about a teacher and being like, yeah, this teacher like helped me through this tough time or whatever. And then there's a sob fest and some sort of montage and then they make a lifetime movie about it. I don't want that. I want stats. I want this to be real. Who is scientifically the best teacher in Chicago? It's Chance the, Chance the Award Show. So I'm going to put this out there. Jack, I enjoyed the heck out of all of that. You just literally described a movie that we used to watch all the time. That Mr. was a TLC movie about a teacher in Barry. Chicago about Matthew Barry. And it was based off a true story. This guy had won all these teacher awards. So like, that's what that was. It was like Mr. Smiles or something. I forget, but we were in a hotel one time. He changed their time. lives, hen. We were in a hotel one time. Mr. Matthew Smiles Barry. is not a teacher I want to have. That sounds like a tough oh, it's hilarious. few afternoons with a guy that goes by like Mr. Clowns? Smiles. <laughs> News. What else we got? We'll talk about 
about clowns, by the way, Jack, uh, and taking us back to it, uh, Pennsylvania police have been forced to respond to I multiple red balloons showing up in different uh, sewer gates. So in the movie, it one Get of the, the fuck things. Out of here. One of the I'm movie, so over that. One of the things in the movie it is whenever it's around, uh, whenever it really wants to scare you. There's this just perfectly terrifying red balloon that just that stays hovers at the same and height and just kind of hovers and floats mm-hmm. you to him, kind of leads you down a path, and it's freaking terrifying. Mm-hmm. People gotta knock it off, okay? Knock it the fuck off. I knew <laughs> as soon as it was coming out, all these psycho crazy freaking clowns are gonna come back, and apparently they have. Arkham the balloon open. thing, get out of here. So originally that was a promotional deal. They were uh, like, I guess there were some people putting it up, but then right next to it, you'd have like written in chalk, like it comes out, da 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 da, okay, whenever. So people were doing that, but now it's gotten to the point where it's getting psychotic. It's if getting I saw strange. a red balloon in our house, I would run out. Th- I wouldn't even tell you guys. I would just <laughs> run out the door, get in the car, and go. Well, that's great. Well, there was no, that, you're both of us there was a thing a year ago when uh, I'm the, the only the, upstairs tenant. <laughs> the, the clown forest thing. You have your own escape. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> The clowns in the forest. Well, the clowns, the clowns in the forest thing. I remember when that, that was happening, and everybody was, you know, obviously was talking about. It's like that's so scary. Like, why are they doing that? Like, the clowns kind of walking in the forest, trying to talk to kids or whatever. Um, if I, especially at the time, but if right now I saw a clown trying to pull that shit, I think I'm running it over with my car. No, I think, I think because so it's like, no, 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 no. This isn't funny. Like, you don't you, get you have a knife in your hand. Like, mm, no, it got to that point where like clowns, I think I'm gonna knock you the. The whole reason it went away, at least from what I remember, is people started really kicking the shit out of these clowns. Yeah, because like it's not funny. Like, no. it's like especially if you have a knife. We don't know if you're not a. Psychopath. Some of them would like have knives. Yeah, psychological like, terrorism. Do you, you think this is fun? I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna knock you the. Fuck <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put out. your body in the ground. Yeah, don't mess around. It's over. Game over. Ha ha ha. <laughs> now we're heated up. News. What else we got? <laughs> Uh, we'll kind of fired up right now. <laughs> staying in line with it, and this is the last headline we got for this week in, in uh, news with new. But uh, box office, uh, it absolutely freaking crushed it. it yeah. got thirteen point five on its opening night, uh, Thursday night, which is just the midnight releases. That's crazy. Uh, which is the third largest of the year behind Guardians of the Galaxy, which was at seventeen million, and uh, Beauty and the Beast was at sixteen point three. Uh, largest opening for a horror movie ever. Largest for an R-rated title ever. R-rated, which, which I couldn't believe. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, especially yeah. when you consider that there are people like me who will refuse to see this movie. That made me think they must just be talking about this summer. But no, I looked it up. Largest yeah. opening for on just the opening night. So I'm thinking about R-rated. I don't know why it was R-rated. Just for violence, it has to. A be. lot of cursing too. Cursing. You're the right. kids the entire time They're are, cursing. are saying right. fuck. Because there's about, no nudity yeah. and there's no there's gore, but there's not real real gore, which I liked about it. Yeah. So yeah, but keep going. Uh, and so, uh, largest for a September release ever, which is also pretty nuts because you gotta believe September is a pretty big month for movies. And then, uh, and then this one's kind of lame, but largest uh, ever for a uh, Stephen King book movie. Wow, interesting. So it's it's blowing records out of the water. Wow, it fucking crushed it. Could a movie like that ever get nominated for anything? Academy Award, Golden Globe? I bet something like kind of cinematography stuff. Okay, like I was gonna say the 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 effects of it for sure. Yeah, Logan, not Logan Rocky, but Logan and uh, it, two movies that would normally not be nominated for any Academy Awards. They'll for sure be nominated for special effects and makeup shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. And there's a chance they kind of started doing this with Avatar, and now they've kind of gone back. There's a chance that the people's favorites uh, start getting nominated for like Best Picture and stuff because those. I mean, I didn't see it, and I'm not going to see it unless, like I said before, it's Labor Day or Easter or something like that. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, like the movie, like Logan should win Best Picture. That was yeah. like the best movie. It was great of the year. And so I hope it gets that kind of recognition that people actually, it's not just knocked off because it's a horror movie. It's good. Yeah, but Henry, I think you'd agree with me. Uh, and Jack, I think we talked a little bit about this with you. Uh, I totally buy all these numbers. You should have seen this movie theater. We went. And oh saw my gosh! It. Yeah, freaking and just like pretty standard neighborhood movie yeah. theater. Nothing yeah. nuts. Some people walk in like two minutes before the previews start and immediately are just it, yeah. yeah Whole like, theater is like, yeah, baby, like, we're it. It's going crazy. We're, like everyone was yeah. in it together. Like we're finally, <laughs> it's, like, it's finally time, guys. Henry and I shared a look where I was like, all right, fuck, it. let's see a movie. Let's do it. Let's baby. go. It. Let's go, it, neighbors. Let's right. do it. So to close the podcast, I have two questions for you guys. Really Give quick. It to us. Two quick questions about it. One, if they make a sequel of it, they will. By the way, they are. They are for so sure. Wasn't this a prequel? So it was a prequel, but they're also making a sequel before. A tweener? Because at, when it ends, it's not a spoiler, but when it ends, they say it, part one. And then, so really quick, if they make a sequel, will they call it its? And, <laughs> and if they make a sequel, this one's more of a grammar test for you guys. 
Will they call it IT apostrophe S or just ITS? Well, as there's no possession, Jack, who's to say? I mean, you have to look at the subject. So, I mean. so apostrophe S or no S? Just, I just want to hear it. Just tell me. No S. If, no apostrophe you're saying. Wait, well, we'll phrase it again one more if time. If they're saying it's, like there are multiple clowns that are. No Oh, S. like it's. correct grammar? No, no What no, is the correct no, no, no apostrophe. Yeah. That's right. Because <laughs> that is, it is. It makes no sense. It makes, <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh, but that was news with Neil. Thank that, you guys for sitting in on that. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay, so that was uh, Pool Boy Podcast episode four. Again, if you're not following us already on our social media stuff, uh, our Twitter is poolboy underscore comedy. Our Instagram is poolboy.comedy. Our Facebook's just poolboy comedy. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'm Jack. That's Henry. This Hello. is new. Howdy. Uh, tomorrow we got a sketch coming out. On Thursday we have another sketch that's a sports doc thing coming out. And on Friday we got our fancy draft podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. And I'm not sure if you can subscribe to us on our website, poolboycomedy.com. Try to. But <laughs> if you can figure out how yeah, to, yeah. we don't know if you can. Yeah. But if you can figure out how to, let yeah. us know. And also if do you're it. Squarespace proficient. Yeah. We, need, we need a hand. Yeah. We need a lot of hands with a lot of stuff. So if you also, if there's any advice or whatever, just leave it in the comments or, or text me. I think of like the 14 people that are listening to this uh, and probably the three that have gotten this far. You probably have one of our numbers. Yeah. Text us any we'll give it to you. advice. And if you don't, fucking send in an email. Let's talk if oh you've made it God, this far. Oh my God, make it official. 703-555-4265. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Whose number is that? 555 is a fake number. Oh, always. I thought you said 455. Like, no, you ever notice that in movies? Whenever they do a phone number, the middle number is always 555. I know, five, the podcast five. is over. We'll, we'll, as soon <laughs> as we'll, 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 we'll